Welcome back to Jesus Today, the Spirit-Filled Life. I'm so excited that you're here to join me. Let's get started with a word of prayer. Dear Father, I just thank you so much for this day. I thank you for this opportunity that I have to um, do this for you, Lord, to encourage those who hear this episode and to um, be a vessel for you. So I pray that you would just use me however you would like to today, that you would encourage those who hear this and that um, you would be glorified. Father, I thank you so much for always um, giving us direction when we need to know which way to go, for always leading and guiding us into all truth. I pray these things in Jesus' name, amen. Um, I also wanted to encourage you to just take a moment to pray yourself, ask the Holy Spirit what he wants to say to you today, and then just be open to hearing whatever he has to say to you. Um, I think sometimes it's so easy for us to, like for me, for me to think of a certain person that I admire or respect who knows the Lord as being one of the only people who can hear God, who is able to hear God. And it's almost like sometimes I feel like they have to hear God for me. But I just want, I don't know, I feel like the Holy Spirit wants you to know today that He wants to speak to you. He wants to open up His Word to you. He wants to show you who He is. He wants to reveal Himself to you. And He doesn't it's like having a relationship or a friendship with someone and wanting someone to mediate that friendship. Wanting someone to come between and like, I don't know if you've ever been in those situations or you've probably seen it on TV where someone gets upset with another person. So they use another person and they talk to that person and they tell that person to tell the other person what they're saying. And sometimes I feel like we can take people in our lives, like pastors or, or mentors or, you know, family members that we look up to, maybe our parents, and we put those people in between us and God. And we say, God, I'm only going to hear you if you speak through this person. And I think we need, we need to take those people and say, you know what, I love you and I respect you and I believe that you hear from God and I appreciate you, you in my life, but I need you to step aside. And you don't have to literally ask them to do that, but I think it's a good, it's a good visual for you to just do that in your mind, to set that person aside and talk directly to God. And just like, even just imagine you telling that person who you've used as kind of a siphon between you and God, as a person to be that pipeline for you, that you use your imagination and you tell that person, I am so glad that you've been in my life and I'm so glad that you've been a mentor to me, a spiritual um, leader to me, but I'm gonna have a relationship with God directly. And I think just using your imagination to say that to whoever that person is will allow you to, I don't know, I think it will just help you in your relationship with the Lord 
to stop feeling like you have to go through other people and this has been something that I have been like I don't know if struggling with is the right word to say but I've been working through this whole thing because I've just every single time I have a problem or I have something I need or I'm working through something like the immediate thought that comes to my head is oh I need blank in my life to tell me how to do this to pray for me to speak into my life in this way to show me how to do this and every single time that thought comes up it's it's followed by the holy spirit in me saying no all you need is the lord all you need is me all you need is me all you need is me and i think we need to remind ourselves of that because i think sometimes we get so integrated into community integrated into our church or we've we've listen to so many sermons and pastors online that we stop trying to hear God for ourselves. That we stop trying to listen to God for ourselves. And we just allow other people to listen to God for us. And we use what they've heard from God as our source. But I don't, it's not enough. It worked when we we're younger when we were children we didn't know anything we needed those people in our lives to point us to Christ to point us to the Lord to help us find that relationship with him but the more mature we become in Christ the less and less that we we need to survive off of those people and I realize now that it may sound like I'm saying we don't need those people in our lives at all and I'm not saying that at all I'm saying that we still need those people in our lives, but we can't keep depending on them to feed us. We need to go to the Word ourselves. We need to look into the Word ourselves. We need to find food for ourselves. We can't keep depending on other people to hear from God for us. It's not going to sustain us. And I don't know if you're like me, but I found so many times that I would, I would go to a sermon on Sunday or on Wednesday. And, and then um, throughout the week, I feel like everything, like if it had been like two or three days after I'd gone to church, everything would just start falling apart. I would start going crazy. Emotions would be high. Like all of these things would just start going wrong. And I know it's because... I wasn't getting connected to the Lord and so then I would try to fill my week with other things like I would try to go to all the women's meetings that they had um, throughout the week at my church or I would I would try to go to everything so I could fill my my life with God but I realized that when I started seeking the Lord myself when I started making time for the Lord, whatever time I had, making time for the Lord so I could spend time with Him, I realized that I didn't need to go to church as much. And I'm not saying that I stopped going to all the things. I still continue to go to certain things, but I didn't have to go to everything anymore because I was... 
I was finding the sustenance that I needed to survive throughout the week. That I wasn't dependent off of what the pastor said on Sunday. I was finding something on Monday. I was finding something on Tuesday. I was finding something on Wednesday and Thursday and Friday and Saturday. And on Sunday, I I don't know about you, but a lot of times the Lord will take everything that you've been hearing from him throughout the week. And on Sunday, he will confirm it through the pastor. Because that's what the Lord does. He takes everything in our life and he, he ties it all together. He's, I, sometimes I feel like we don't give him enough credit for all the things that he does and is able to do. We, we limit God by our own understanding instead of realizing that he's so much bigger than us, that he can do so much more than we can ask or think or imagine. Um, I don't know. So we just, we need to start listening to the Lord for ourselves again. We need to start spending time just sitting in his presence, asking him to speak to us because he will, he's faithful. And, and when he does speak, when he does say something, we need to take that. We need to write it down. We need to believe what he said. And I, I know there's so much fear. There's so much fear about listening to God because we're afraid that we're gonna get it wrong. And if that's not you, that's wonderful. I'm so happy for you, but it's me, like 99% of the time. I'm afraid that I'm gonna hear the Lord and misunderstand Him or it not really be the Lord. But we don't have to be afraid because the Holy Spirit will never let us be deceived. He won't let us be deceived. He will guide us into all truth. That's what the scripture says. The Holy Spirit will guide us into all truth. So we don't have to be afraid of being deceived. We take what we believe is the Holy Spirit speaking to us, we write it down. And we can take it a step further. And this is a great thing to do, and it's something that I honestly need to do more of. But we need to take what the Holy Spirit is saying and ask Him to confirm it. Ask for scripture to back that up. Because we know scripture is true. We know that scripture is something that we can stand on. So ask Holy Spirit to back up what He's saying right now with what He has said before. Because if God is consistent, which He is, if God will never change, which He won't, then what he's saying to you right now will be consistent with everything he said throughout the Bible. It'll be consistent. And then you will know this is the Lord. And I think that goes it goes the same for scripture. I think sometimes we we get this idea of who God is in our minds. And we believe it so strongly that when we read scripture that seems to contradict the God that we know in our minds, we go, whoa, what is this? So instead of just freaking out or writing something off or, or trying to change it so it sounds right to you, just ask the Holy Spirit to show you this part of him, to show you what that scripture means to show you 
how this fits in with who you believe God is. And if and if your belief about who God is and what you're seeing in scripture is not lining up, ask the Holy Spirit to reveal to you what's not lining up in your belief system. Because the scripture is not wrong. The scripture is true. It's right. Um, it's inspired of God. It's, it's true. So we can depend on that. But your belief system comes from a lot of different things. It comes from scripture you've read. It comes from sermons you've heard. It comes from teachers you've had in Sunday school. It comes from your parents. So in your belief system, there could be something that doesn't line up with scripture. And you may not even realize that you have something there. But unless you ask Holy Spirit, you're never going to know. And, you know, you might figure it out, but it is so much easier to ask the Holy Spirit because he will reveal it to you. And then when he does, surrender that belief to him. Ask him to help you understand where it came from and ask him to help you find the truth instead of this belief that doesn't line up with who God is, who God really is. Um, yeah, um, I, I guess one other thing I wanted to share was recently I've been reading this book about boundaries for your soul and I can't even tell you how helpful it's been for me because honestly ever since let's say the beginning of November my emotions have been all over the place and it's been very difficult to exist or coexist with other people um just because I've I've had such strong emotions like so strongly angry or so strongly sad or all these different things and I was like overwhelmed by it and overcome by these different emotions I was having but um, throughout this book they've been teaching me how to deal with those things and one of the things that they teach you how to do is to like use your imagination to speak to the Lord about these different things and parts of you that are hurting or sad or angry. And I honestly, for quite a while now, I've been having a difficulty just hearing what the Lord has to say to me and dealing with so much doubt and fear. But I can't tell you, as I've been walking through this journey of looking into these different emotions that honestly I don't they're not necessarily bad but they're not necessarily serving the Lord you know they are trying to show me hurt and pain that I have inside me and I need to learn how to look beneath the emotion to see that underlying pain and so the Lord has definitely been using that um, but as I've been spending time with him and asking him to come near to those parts of me, I, I've been hearing him so clearly, so clearly. And I think that's another thing that I, I want to mention is that when we are following the Holy Spirit, when we're doing what the Lord has asked us to do, when we're in obedience to the Lord, 
it is so much easier to hear the Lord. Um, and I, I don't know. It's, it's interesting because I think sometimes we think that obedience doesn't really matter in our relationship with the Lord as much as it, as it does. Like, at least for me, sometimes I don't realize it that a small thing the Holy Spirit could be asking you to do could be really messing up your relationship with him if you're not doing it. So, um, like, like for me is reading this book and working through these emotions with the Lord is something that I believe that he's been telling me to do. And there's been fruit from that. There's been, um, so much good has come out of me being obedient to the Lord in reading this book and working through these things and I think sometimes we we either get distracted or we um, are afraid or nervous or whatever it is but we tend to put off and I think this happens to me a lot is I'm not I'm not outright rebelling and saying no God I'm not gonna do that but instead I'm just putting it off I'm procrastinating, I'm waiting on it, or I know that I need to do it, but I haven't been doing it. And um, I think that's a mindset that I need to change for myself, that I need to not do that, obviously. That I need, that when the Holy Spirit says to do something, I need to just do it. When he says to do it. And if I'm not sure if it's the Holy Spirit, I can ask him to confirm it. Because he loves, he loves confirming things for us. He loves showing us that it's really him. He's totally okay with that. Because he loves us. Um, so we, I need to just do what the Holy Spirit is asking me to do. Because then I won't have that disconnect in our relationship because I've forgotten or I'm nervous or scared or whatever that emotion is that's keeping me from doing what the Holy Spirit's told me to do. So if you've been hesitating for any reason um, from doing what the Lord has told you to do, you just need to do it. You just need to choose to do what the Holy Spirit is doing. What the Holy Spirit's told you to do because it will result in a closer relationship with the Lord. Um, and we have to stop thinking things like, what God's asked me to do is going to hurt me or cause me pain. Um, and I guess that's not really the greatest way to phrase it, but God's ultimate goal is to continue to transform you into the likeness of his son and to continue to make you whole and sometimes you're going to go through things that are painful but you're not going to look back on those circumstances or those situations or those those journeys that the lord has brought you through and say i wish i hadn't gone through that you're going to look back on it and say i'm so glad that i walked through that with the lord and that he has made me stronger through it and that he has taught me so many things through it. We need to 
follow Holy Spirit. Because it's going to make us stronger. It's going to make us more like Jesus. And we're going to produce more fruit. More fruit through it. It's going to be worth it. To listen and to obey to the to obey the Holy Spirit. It's going to be worth it. Every time, it's always worth it. Because He knows things that we don't know. He sees things that we don't see. And if we just be willing to surrender that to the Holy Spirit. The process gets easier when we surrender to it. When we're resisting the process and we're wishing it wasn't happening, it's more painful. <clears throat> because whether we like it or not, sooner or later, we're going to walk through that process with the Lord. <clears throat> the more we resist, the more that we wait, the more that we procrastinate, the harder and harder it gets. And the longer and longer it takes. I mean, one example I just thought of was the children of Israel. I don't think that that journey for them was supposed to be 40 years. I don't think that it was supposed to be so long and grueling. I don't know if that was God's intention. Did God use their disobedience to continue to teach them and nurture them and love them? even though they were being stubborn and rebellious? Yes. And it's it's kind of like a parent, you know, like when children continue to refuse to do what their parents are telling them to do, especially when it's a safety thing. Like, I, I'm not exactly sure, maybe touching the stove. If children continue to disobey and be rebellious against their parents, sooner or later, the process is going to get very painful. You know, they're going to learn through pain that what their parents are saying is right. It's true that they shouldn't put their hands on the stove when it's on. But sometimes that's what it takes for children to learn. Sometimes that's what it takes for us to learn is, is going through that process with our parents and saying, no, I'm going to push the boundaries even farther. No, I'm going to continue to rebel. And when we finally learn, it sticks with us for a very long time. So I, I don't know if there's necessarily a, if there's, it's not the worst thing in the world for us to put off being obedient to the Holy Spirit. Sooner or later, we are going to learn what he wants us to learn and it's going to stick with us. But process of that and the pain that we have to experience through it can be alleviated or reduced if we obey right away. But the pain and the heartache and the all this all these things that we will experience if we don't obey right away, that's on us. So all that to say, um Start having that one-on-one -on -one relationship with the Lord. Start obeying Him immediately when He speaks. And start listening without doubting and asking for confirmation. He loves you and He's so ready to have a relationship with you that doesn't require other people to be a mediator. There is a mediator. It's Jesus. 
and you already have him living inside of you. So you don't need another person on top of that to speak to God on your behalf. Speak to God on your behalf. Speak to God for yourself. Jesus mediates for us. He is the one who made it possible for us to enter into the Holy of Holies, to come near to the throne. And, and I don't think that we should, we can't continue to allow other people to be a high priest for us when we have the high priest living in us. He gave us access. Don't go and stop, don't stop listening to these other people and allowing them to bring life into your life through truth and through the word of God. Don't stop listening to what they have to say. Continue to allow the Holy Spirit to speak through them. But find Holy Spirit and the truth in your own life every day for yourself. Look for that manna in the Word of God for yourself. Stop letting other people feed you all the time. But allow Holy Spirit to feed you directly, to give you a piece of meat from the Word of God for you to eat instead of continually trying because really at this point you're not getting much you're getting what the pastor got but it's it's a, even it's even less than that because you know that they got more from seeking it out themselves so you cut out the middleman you don't have to listen to sermons every day just to hear from the Lord. You can go straight to the Word of God yourself. You can go straight to the Holy Spirit and ask Him to speak directly to you. And then take whatever the Holy Spirit's been speaking directly to you and, and find confirmation from your pastors. Find confirmation from these people in your life that have been speaking into your life. Find confirmation that God, what he's saying to you on a daily basis, the sustenance that you're receiving throughout the week is, is lining up with what your pastor's saying. Because the Holy Spirit, he does that. He ties all those things together. So I just want to encourage you today that you can hear the Lord. You can receive revelation from God's word from asking Holy Spirit to speak to you you can do that and if you're still not sure ask the Holy Spirit to speak to you ask him to show you something in his word that you haven't seen before and he will I hope that you have a wonderful week and that you continue to seek the Lord throughout this week um, and that you're encouraged to continue to just seek the Lord, continue to look to Him for answers, look to Him for wisdom, for direction, for guidance. And I hope you come back and listen again next week. I really, truly enjoy um, spending this time um, just sharing what the Lord has put on my heart to share. And I'm so grateful to all of those who listen. Thank you so much.